listening to The Private Citizen, defending your right to have something to hide and always asking the next question. This is episode 133 for Wednesday, the 23rd of November, 2022. Blessing and a curse. Hello, everybody. My name is Fab. I'm coming to you live from Düsseldorf in Germany. Um... Where uh, it's cold. It's very cold. It's getting extremely cold over here. Um, winter is not coming. Winter has come all of a sudden. And um, yeah, but that's neither here nor there. Um, welcome to the show. Hello. Nice to have you back. Uh, this episode, we're going to talk. The, the title doesn't really reflect that, I guess. That's a, that's a monk quote, by the way. Uh, yeah, that's a good show if you remember that um, we're going to talk about the Fediverse uh, which we're going to talk about because of Mastodon uh, which we're going to talk about because of Twitter and the stuff I've discussed in previous episodes about Twitter and all that and um, I wanted to do an episode about the Fediverse for I guess about a year I don't know something like this I've had it on the list for ages um, you know, as a kind of an off-the-grid topic. But also, um, I specifically um, want to talk about the issues um, I see with the Fediverse. And um, some of which, I think it's a spoiler, I think it's a really good idea, but I think some of the issues for some applications, and sadly, I, I guess the most popular ones are, uh, I guess... I think they're insurmountable, uh, but we'll see. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my take on that uh, today, and um, yeah, with that. Um, oh, uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I say this a lot, but I'm really gonna try to release two episodes this week because. So there's another one coming, hopefully, uh, because I won't be able to record anything uh, in the coming week. I'll be very, 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 extremely, very busy. Um, so uh, that won't happen. So I'm going to try to do uh, two this week, two next week. I'm going to try to do two every week. But um, yeah, I'm going to redouble my... F this is turning into like a George R. R. Martin kind of thing. I'm sorry about that. But at least I'm generally uh, releasing an episode a week again. I guess that's... Um, you know, that's that, that counts for something, doesn't it? Um, yeah. So um, with that... Um, Let's let's get into the show, shall we? Get into the topic at hand. So, I mean, it's kind of obvious. Uh, while why we are talking about this, um, we had uh, I talked about this on the show a lot uh, in recent episodes. Um, we had. Um, some things happening at Twitter. Elon Musk bought it, and now people kind of think uh, it's gonna die. Um, so that's that's a thing. That's the thing that that is happening, and uh, because of that, people are looking at alternatives. And you know, there is there's a thing called Hive, I guess, uh, which people are looking at. I, I had a I had a look. Um, yeah, I don't about that particular app i really don't like that you don't have that's not on the web it's just in an app you know it posts on public on the web that's shit as far as i can tell but also a lot of people are discussing mastodon again 
um, and there there have been um, I don't know tens of thousands of signups, pretty much doubling, I guess, the users on Mastodon. Um, and with that, um, of course, Mastodon is uh, prominent, maybe the most prominent um, service or app or software um, in what what is often called the <clears throat> Fediverse, right? And so now we even have like mainstream media uh, people talking about the Fediverse. So I thought, let's talk about that, right? So our first um, order of business here um, will be will be for me to explain what the Fediverse is in case, you know, people listening to the show, not all of you will be tech geeks. I mean, some will be because, you know, you're probably following me since I did Linux Outlaws back in the day. And um, so, you know, you probably know this or know this better than me, but I'm going to try to explain this. Um, I'm going to, as always, try to keep these, um, these episodes um, handy for people who uh, are not into the topic and, you know, in the first episode at least that I do on the topic, I'm going to try to explain what we're talking about. Um, so let's first uh, maybe explain what Mastodon is because I guess most people will have heard of Mastodon. So you know Twitter, I, I'm guessing, and, and Mastodon is basically um, kind of a Twitter clone, right? It, it has, and that's where we get in the Fediverse thing, it has a lot more... Um, to it on the technical side but from from what it does and what it looks like it, it's basically there to replace Twitter. It's, it is of course also open source um, but you know open sourceness is not really something we're concerned about in this episode I guess except you know pretty much everything in the Fediverse is um, so so Mastodon is relatively easy to understand for somebody who is not, is not a, a tech person um, it's basically uh, a Twitter clone. And it works in a way that you can install it for yourself. Um, how it does that, we're going to get into that a little bit later. But um, so it's part of the Fediverse, right? So what's what's the Fediverse? Um, it's kind of a loose uh, term, right? Um Generally, it means so Fediverse comes from um, federation, right? The the what what we call the Fediverse is is a collection of software um, that is designed to um, create or in many places replace popular web services like Twitter uh, in a federated manner, and that means you know Twitter, Facebook, apps like that, uh, TikTok, Instagram, or even you know things like photo sites like Flickr. Um, or, or blogging sites like Blogger uh, or or Life Journal. I guess people are using Life Journal again now. It's crazy times. Um, are centralized sites, right? There's there's some company that runs a service that you can sign up to. Now, federation means um, a a situation where we're all using the same service. But we can all be, you know, uh, with different service providers, or we can also, you know, host our own. Um, the thing that is often uh, brought up here, and that's probably the most common example of this, is email. Email is federated, right? You can sign up for Gmail, um, but, you know, you don't have to. Um, you can also run your own mail server, or you can sign up with, like, a small uh 
email company i use mailbox.org which is like a german german company um or you know you can, if you're really crazy like some people on the forum um you know then forum.fabindustries forum.fab.industries um some people there are running their own mail server um you can do that as well by the way while we're at domains um show notes for this episode are at privatecitizen.press as usual um, and there's all the contact links in there. So if you want to chime in, if I explain something wrong, um, please uh, feel free to correct me. And um, I'm trying, you know, I'm giving my best. I apparently did uh, say wrong things about AI in recent episodes. So we'll be correcting that um, once once I get to it. Um, you know, I I want to I want to correct things. Um, people, I mean, I'm a I'm not an expert in any field. I'm a journalist. I'm just giving my best and I will get things wrong. And unlike many of my colleagues, I try, um, I know this and I try to correct mistakes when they happen. Anyway, um, so so email is often referred to when, when talking about federated services. And, and Mastodon is kind of like email for Twitter, right? Where you can, can sign up anywhere at any service you can run your own uh, or server. Uh, you can run your own if you want to, and you can. It's interoperable, right? It's so you can write people on other servers, kind of like email, right? If I am at Gmail, um, I can still write somebody who uses Outlook, you know, Microsoft's, and has an email address at Outlook.com or runs their own mail server because there is a, uh, a protocol that um, that is interoperable. And the Fediverse kind of tries to do this with like the social web, and there is a there's a protocol that unites most of the Fediverse services, not all of them, but uh, that's called ActivityPub. And somebody who's been around as long as I um, uh, still remembers this uh, originally as uh, a thing that ran Status.net. So back in the day, uh, one of the reasons I'm so jaded on on all of these topics is that of course. I tried federated microblogging, as we called it, back in the day. Uh, years ago, uh, there was a site called Identica, and Identica had this same idea. You could create your own server if you wanted, and I think there wasn't there the software was called Laconica, and the, the, then later the protocol, I think it was called status.net, that got turned into pump.io, I think. Uh, there was a guy uh, called Evan Prodromo who, uh, who pioneered a lot of this. Uh, I interviewed him. Uh, back in the day on Linux Outlaws, I um, mean, then we interviewed him. Um, really nice guy, <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, had had a lot of these ideas, but they never really, right, took off. I mean, no, they took off in nerd space, but not with you know, everybody's still on Twitter basically. Um, so, and I think he's since moved on to other things. Um, but we're going to talk about that. That gets us into the problem with with federated services, but. Um, First, um, so so so, but this protocol got, you know, got developed further, and is now Activity Pub, and that ties it all together. And it's uh, relatively complicated, but basically, what it does, it um, abstracts what Twitter does uh, on a on a level uh, for the encompassing the whole web. Right, you can send messages. Um, to somebody you can just publish messages you can reply to messages you can edit messages you can delete messages and 
it's a protocol for sending these around um, several federated servers. Uh, so it kind of does, you know, you know, a service like Twitter uh, internally will also be federated, right? There's probably hundreds, maybe thousands of servers that run Twitter um, where, you know, um, you and me, uh, if, if we're talking to each other on Twitter, we might actually not use the same server, right? Um, internally, there's probably like duplication and there's this different databases and there's there's ways of these uh, servers to interact and um, ActivityPub and uh, the Fediverse and, and Mastodon basically does this whole um, expands that out, right? Uh, whereas with Twitter, all these servers are within one company. Uh, they are now spread all, all over the web. So ActivityPub is kind of like this message protocol that you know um, enables people to, to have accounts and to, to send out messages and to receive messages and it's kind of because it comes out of Identica it, it kind of was originally designed to replace what Twitter does but has since then been extended into being like a protocol that does everything on the social web right so you can use it to publish photos or whatever um you can use it basically the same way you'd use RSS, right, to publish uh, content. Um, but it has, of course, more a lot more features, like, you know, commenting, uh, creating threads. Um, there are things like, like message inboxes, and it's all very complicated. It actually does my head in. It's, it's too complicated for me. I, I looked at it um, actually a while ago. I was thinking about implementing it for my website, and it's just massively complicated. There are other protocols that are used in the Fediverse, I think. Uh, so so between Identica and Mastodon, there was a thing called Diaspora, which was the thing where back in the day, a few years ago, everyone was like, let's get off Twitter. There are always these, you know, let's get off Twitter things. You know, Twitter has technical issues or gets bought by somebody or something happens and people are like, let's get off Twitter. And Diaspora was one of these uh, things um, before actually I think Mastodon was around and that has its own protocol and um, that work. I think the, the idea about the Fediverse of course is because it's all open source and all community oriented um, a lot of these software solutions interact and they um, uh, interact with different protocols or they have plugins where you can, we can basically uh, interact with different protocols, right? It's not, it's not like closed systems like a service like Twitter would be. Um, but I think generally, uh, I think ActivityPub is where the Fediverse is going. That seems to be the protocol everybody is, is standardizing on. So, so how does this work? Let's take the idea of Mastodon, right? So uh, I'm, I'm Fabsh at Fabsh at Twitter. So I, I go to Twitter, I sign up, I get an account, and now I'm a user on Twitter, and I can post, right? And if I want to talk to, um, I don't know, um, my friend Halifa, she's actually, oh, that's a weird example because she's not at Halifa. She's like at underscore Halifa underscore. Um, but if I want to talk to Jonathan at JonathanMH.com, uh, is he underscore common Twitter? God, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get this wrong. Um, I'm gonna have to look this up now. Um, what's what's Jonathan's username? Oh, God, this is this is not giving. Oh, he's uh, Jonathan MH underscore call, right? So I I, I write to him. I, I just need to do the ad, 
right? If you want to write me, you just do at Fabs because it's on Twitter. Now on Mastodon, it extends this like kind of syntax to uh, a domain name, right? Um, so I'm currently Jonathan actually runs a Mastodon server, so I'm I'm using that at the moment. So I'm I'm at Fabs on there, but I'm at Fabs at streamers.social which is you know streamers.social is the service um so that's a mastodon instance it's not actually a server because this could run on several servers it's what they call an instance it's like an instance of of twitter right and so the idea is kind of like with email uh everybody you can run your own mastodon server and you can be um at joe uh at joeswebsite.com um and um now that makes the software well the implementation as you as you would as you can maybe think a bit more complicated than than twitter because now um so i run my own server if i mention somebody on another server um the protocol kind of needs to tell that th server that i mentioned like send that content over there and it also has um has other uh, more complicated, um, like it makes things more complicated in other ways. Let's say I'm on Twitter, I want to follow somebody, I go to, you know, um, my friend my friend Dan from this Outlaws who's at Method Dan, right? I go to twitter.com slash Method Dan uh, and uh, there's a follow button and I can click follow and I can follow him. Now on Mastodon, of course, if he's not, if he's on my server, it's kind of the same thing, right? So Halifa is at Halifa on streamers.social so I can just go to her page and click follow um, but if I am um, following somebody on another server um, I have to kind of po like copy and paste their profile uh, or the at you know at user at server.com uh, into my server uh, you know my instance in the search bar, and then it, like even though this the user is actually the server doesn't know about this user, maybe you know it's just on another instance. My instance has never heard about. It just goes and quickly you know discovers that in instance, discovers that server, and shows me his profile page within my my instance, and then I can follow them. And from from now on, my instance has subscribed to their instance, and when that user does something like post or like or whatever, like my instance gets gets informed of that, um, and that works remarkably well. It has some issues, which we're going to talk about when I'm going to talk about the issues, um, but it generally works really well. I mean, for the fact that this is such a complicated system, I mean, it's not that surprising because email works as well and it's kind of the same. You just need an interoperable protocol and you need to, you know, you know, uh, need to build in some, you know, uh, contingencies, right? So you need to, um, on Twitter, they don't have to deal with, hey, our server really doesn't know that user or that users may be gone or that server is responding slowly. Like you have to build in something like this with protocols like this. But, you know, it's they've been developing it for a while and it works, works, works really well. Um, before I get into the issues with this, let's talk about why this is a good idea and why we want this. 
and we do want it. Uh, it's a, it's it's generally generally a good idea, because you know Twitter is a single point of failure. Uh, you know it might get bought by Elon Musk, who then fires all the people, and then the servers burn down, and then it's gone. It might be a technical issue, right? They might delete the database. There might be a um, uh, uh, I, all, all kinds of things. A, a meteor strike might happen, right? Who who knows? Um, lots of things could happen, and then you know we put all our eggs in one basket, and Twitter's gone, and then uh, well, in fact, all our content's gone. Now, the Fannyworth gives us on this front; it gives us two main um, uh, arguments, two upsides, like two good things. First of all, if I'm really paranoid and I, I don't care about like you know I'm. I don't care about some some work and I, I want to set up my own server, I can do that. And then I'm in control of my own data, right? So nobody can just like delete my account. Um, which, you know, I mean, that's that's uh, that's generally a good idea. Um, so 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 that's a, that's a definite upside, I feel. So yeah, I can run, you know, I can have control over my own data, but you know, that that is an upside I can have. I I don't need that. The the upside that is maybe more applicable for 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 for, for pe- normal people is that, you know, I can also just sign up to a service and then if I don't like them anymore, I can leave and I can move from one Mastodon instance to another. And there are ways of doing that. There are way of like exporting you know taking your posts with you and all of that so that's pretty cool and it generally gives you more flexibility like easier ways of backing up your data anyway so um so that's something we want right um just for resiliency this these are really good features right to to um, control um uh, our, our data and to just be able to move from one service provider for another to another, should a service provider suffer an, an issue or when they go away, uh, we can still go to another um, instance and we're still on the network. Um, so that is that is very cool. Um, it is in itself. Um, I mean, yeah, it's easier to get your data out. Uh, Jonathan, uh, who, who I mentioned earlier, is also in chat. I'm live streaming this on Twitch, uh, as I often do with these shows, uh, for some live feedback. And Jonathan providing some. Uh, it's very GDPR compliant. Although, I, to me, that is not so much a, uh, an, um, an argument because, you know, Twitter is also GDPR compliant. And pretty much any social network has to be, you know, if they want to operate in the EU. Um, now I don't think TikTok is <laughs> as far as like I don't know how they get a, that's actually an episode that's something I got on my list as well to talk about but you know generally you'll have that and you know you can get your data out of Twitter but the thing is the actual thing is not the GDPR compliance the actual thing is what you do with that data if you get it out of Twitter because there's only Twitter um, now uh, 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 a theoretical well a, a somewhat good feature of, of, of Mastodon and you know the whole I mean I'm explaining this in the context of, of Mastodon because that's what most people know but you know this is something that, that, that these are all like general Fediverse ideas right and they will apply to other Fediverse services as well um, so um, 
a feature of this whole idea is, of course, also something that's close to my heart, which, which is, um, you know, um, the ability to avoid censorship. Um, I've often talked about Twitter, how they how they have in the past banned people or punished them by taking their verification badge away. Verification is another point. Um, maybe I get into, but like. Um, you know, and and Twitter has censored people certainly, and they've 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 shadow banned people, and they've um, kicked people off the platform. And you can't really do that in the Fediverse, right? So you can, if I uh, if Jonathan kicks me off streamers.social, I can still have my own Mastodon instance, which you know I, I had one for a while. Um, I stopped running it because I didn't. Well, I wasn't running it myself. Uh, I was hosting. I was uh, buying hosting. But I was, you know, I had it. Basically, I was renting a, a pre-configured uh, turnkey Mastodon server uh, instance, and and just connected together with my own uh, URL. Um, but after a while, I just I just didn't see the point. It wasn't um, I wasn't getting enough value out of it. But we can talk about that a bit later. Um, it's um, so. It 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 you know it it gives you that ability. Um, I'm gonna have to um, when I talk about the the issues in a bit. I'm gonna talk about why this in practice is not as good as I I'd wish it to be. But of course, it's more um, censorship uh, defeating than you know just being on Twitter or any other social network where where a company one instance is in control that's it's it's a pretty cool feature of of the fediverse right um so that's why generally um we want to have that also you know there is um there's the idea of 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 competition right twitter develops the features um that they are a company they decide they decide what they want to do uh with with uh, with the Fediverse, if you have a service like Mastodon with lots of people running it, um, there's lots of people have, are interested in this. It's open source. It's an open development environment. Um, you know, people can 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 get their ideas into the code base probably. Um, so so that's that's something you know that has value. It's kind of like a collaboratively developed product. It's not like Twitter where they're like, oh, we need to make money. Uh, we're going to put ads in the stream, right? That you can't get around. Um, that's not something that will happen with Mastodon or like a, a Fediverse app because it's an open protocol, and you could always design a client that just you know if they if they decided to put ads in or whatever any any feature you don't like, you could always design a client or you know use a client that just doesn't show those ads or whatever. Um, which, by the way, is why Twitter went um, and basically uh, a few years ago, you know, and it used to be that anybody could just write a Twitter app and they just, um, yeah, got rid of that ability for people because, you know, they were uh, they were getting into uh, putting ads in the stream and uh, they were afraid that developers would not show these ads to users and then people would use the Twitter client without the ads. Um, so, yeah. So you 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 won't have that uh, on the, on the Fediverse app. So that's pretty cool. And generally, you know, just like federated protocols are cool, right? You know, they are good. If you're a nerd, uh, and you probably are, if you listen to this, 
um, you know, you, you, we want that. That's a technic. That's that has technical upsides. Um, you know that 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 are just that it's kind of like having open source code. You know, from from a technologist perspective, it's it's always better. Um, it's always it's something you want. And here, you, of course, you have open source code and you have open protocols. You have interoperability. Uh, it creates a better and fairer uh, marketplace for everybody. Although you know, Fediverse certainly isn't a marketplace because you can't really monetize it. The only people that are currently monetizing it are people that are hosting services for you um kind of like hosting companies but you know it's 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 what we want on the web that's what the web originally was supposed to be and it's kind of like um a little bit taking the back web back from all those corporations that are kind of you know um from the year 2000 and onwards or even before but that's kind of when it kicked off you know the bubble and all of that um uh, you know a lot of the web now is, is corporate and running by com- run run by companies and the Fediverse kind of like the indie web which I've talked about earlier uh, on the show as well uh, in some episodes um, especially when we're talking about off the grid and stuff like that um, you know it's a it's a it's an uh, it's a movement to get the web back in the hands of you and me, right? The private citizens of the world, not companies, not governments. And I think that's a laudable idea. And yeah, so so basically that is uh, the Fediverse. If you want to, um, like, I thought about going into in this episode, although I did talk a little bit about that last time on the on the episode about Twitter. I thought about getting, getting into a little bit what I think about the whole Twitter situation and why I think Twitter isn't going away. But, you know, I kind of, that would kind of distract from this topic. It is helpful because, I mean, it, I'm now going to talk about the issues. Uh, you know, we, we just talked about the blessings of the Fediverse. Now I'm going to talk about the curse. Um, and, and that's tied in with Twitter because, of, of course, Mastodon is in direct competition with Twitter. Um, and, you know, uh, Twitter dying would be amazing for the Fediverse and for Mastodon, but I don't think it is. If you want to know more about that, I wrote a special issue of my newsletter, um, the sleepyfox.substack.com, but there's also a link, uh, private citizen oppressed, there's a link in the show notes. If you want to know more about that and why why jaded uh, old man fab things, um, Twitter isn't going anywhere. Um, you can read that, and and with that, let's 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 talk about. Uh, we talked about the blessing. Let's talk about the curse. Inherently, I mean, the Fediverse is a good idea. It's something I want, um, and this is you know why I went to Identica back in the day. And uh, why I believed in this kind of thing, and I'm not very jaded because it didn't take off back then. You know, it's something you always have to keep in mind um, when I'm talking about these things. Um, that I've seen this all before, basically. <laughs> um, but like, the problem there's really only one problem with the Fediverse, and it's its greatest strength. It's all is also its greatest weakness. This idea to have federated services is a great idea. 
in theory also in practice uh but it's 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 a very nerd idea it's kind of like you know i used to do a linux podcast linux outlaws and one of the reasons why i stopped doing it it is after like seven years i got to this point i, I was really for years um i believe and i still believe uh in 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 the idea that linux inherently is a better operating system than windows and it would be better for everybody if they just use linux um and when i was young and naive i thought that that was enough like that a product being better would eventually lead to dominance in the market would lead to people adopting it and what i did not understand and we're talking about desktop linux i'm well aware that in the server space you know linux even when we did linux outlaws linux was set already one there and now it's even you know microsoft uses linux to run half of its fucking cloud by now i think um so you know i'm talking I'm, I'm I'm talking about you know this is all all of this I'm I'm talking from an end user perspective a cust you know a, not a customer a you know a um, a consumer perspective so I'm talking desktop Linux and I completely underestimated for a long time like all these other market forces right so for example something being open source is really cool if you're a nerd and you're like open source software is inherently better software um, I mean there's shitty open source software but there's a lot of shitty proprietary software as well um, I still very much believe that open source software is inherently better software but what I've learned especially being a journalist you know trying to um, write for people for, for more normal people in air quotes you know the, the everyday people is that you know for example that software is open source doesn't really like as an end user, it doesn't impact you, like, Im immediately doesn't impact you at all. I mean, yes, it might be in the long run more secure and better, but, like, you don't know. Like, you don't, like, it doesn't do anything. Um, sometimes, you know, you get it for free. And that's, like, you don't have to pay money. But as you get older, uh, when I was younger, that was a big, uh, uh, big, big factor for me. But as I got older, it's a typical thing. When you're young, you, you don't have money and you have time. And then you, you get older, you get a job, you, you get money, but you don't have time anymore, right? So now paying for software to me just is a non-issue um, because I have that money. Um, and um, like the time I save by just getting something that's, you know, more pre-configured or more like tied to, tailored to my tastes, I'm, 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 happy to pay quite a lot of money for that because the time is just more important to me um and so when you're coming from that perspective something being open source on the face of it especially if you if you're just a normal person you don't know what open source really is um you don't even notice like you don't you don't care really it doesn't do any it doesn't, doesn't do anything um and the same applies i think to federation um as an end user um, all the upsides of federation tend to be downsides. And we don't even have to talk about the Fediverse. It's the same for email, right? People are just so used to the headache that, you know, having 
having to choose a mail provider, right? Which back in the day was an actual headache. Then Google came along, you just get Gmail for free and and Bob's your uncle. But now if you do that, then you know, all your all your information um is in Google on in Google's hands and you're basically paying with with your information. Um so so that's a that's a downside to people, right? Centralization of something like Twitter is actually a feature to people because if I say I'm at Fabsh on Twitter, everybody knows how that works. They know where to go. They know how to find me. Um, they they don't have to deal with different instances or weird URLs or whatever. They know they know there's only one at Fabsh. There's only one account with that name. Whereas you know on Mastodon, anybody can re- register at Fabsh on, on their instance or in any instance where I haven't re- registered it. So you know names are duplicate by default. So this this centralization, like until something fails and uh, until Twitter like really get goes tits up or does something that people really don't like, this this putting all your eggs in one basket, the centralization is actually a, a valuable feature for people using the service, and this is something that you know geeks don't really get or they don't want to get. Um, it's uh, it's kind of like. I, I remember having having had this conversation for years with with Linux people and open source people, where I tried to explain to them that for a normal person, a normal I'm just, I keep saying normal person. You know what I mean, right? I don't want to say your mum because you know my mum's a lot more technical than other people's mums. Probably I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm just going to say a normal person, right? A just your your run of the mill nine to five, got two kids gotta have worries about their family you know doesn't doesn't have time to fucking understand technology really deeply and doesn't want to just wants to use something um for them for them stuff like this is confusing like they don't they don't they don't even like you can explain to them what open source means generally they don't know you can explain it to them but they're like so what Right, so anybody can can edit. Who who would want to edit software anyway? I just want to use the software. If you just want to use, I mean, there are. Don't get me wrong. There are upsides for these people uh, for using open source software. They just don't know about it. Um, and the the problem is, if they don't know, it doesn't exist for them. Right. This is why desktop Linux hasn't taken off, because this is not a feature people care about. They don't care about it being open source. Right, you can literally you can go like somebody's using Windows. You could go, you should use Linux, and then they say why, and you say it's open source, and you explain what. So they go like, what's what? And if you go look, it looks nicer. You have much better chances of them using Linux. They run into different problems when they want to play AAA games or whatever. But like, um, that's literally not a feature for people. <laughs> Jonathan says, look, it's great. You can pick your distro. Indeed, not a good thing. Well, it is for us, right? We're nerds. To us, this is great. But to a normal person, they're just like, what is a distro? Now I have to choose Ubuntu or Fedora. Now I have to like, that. it just like gets like, it's not like we're geeks. It's not that complicated. You can just go on, read a little bit and you know. But it's like, people don't have that brain. They don't what I mean by normal people is people who are busy with other things in their life. They don't have the brain space. They don't want to invest the time or, you know, 
whatever. They come home from work. They just want to crash on the couch and watch like a stupid show on Netflix. Right? They don't want to figure out if they want to use Ubuntu or Fedora. And the Fediverse has the same problem, right? If you, okay, now somebody's decided that Elon Musk is evil and they want to get off Twitter and they've heard about Mastodon and it sounds like a good idea. And they go, like, now that, what, what instance am I going to sign up to? That's the, that's the first question where most people would go, what? I have to choose. If I use Hive, I just go there, download the app, and I'm done. I'm, 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 I'm there. And that's not an unsolvable issue, right? We could go and have like a, uh, a, 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 a default instance, right? Mastodon.io or whatever it is. Like this is where normal people from Twitterrefugees.com or whatever, right? We could solve that. But then they're going to have to wrap the brain around how, like, their username could exist on a different server. And you have to do the ad, ad, like, and following. And it's it's not really that complicated. But it's too complicated when you're, when you're used to the other thing. And I think that's why, you know, when you're used to Twitter, you're like, why do I have to deal with this shit now? Um, and... That's not unsurmountable, and people will move, can move from Twitter to Mastodon. I'm not saying people can't. I'm just saying when we're thinking at scale, at at the at the amounts of users that Twitter has, and we're talking billions of people, um, you know, then if you lose, you'll you lo- like you'll lose people because they're just not technically literate enough. You lose people because they don't care. You'll just lose people. You lose millions and millions of people. Uh, probably even more that people wouldn't even consider. Like they just go Mastodon and then they just hear, oh, there's more than one server and they're just like, ah, fuck that. <laughs> I'm going to go back to Facebook or whatever, just stay on Twitter or whatever. Um, now, if Twitter shut down, of course, there would be a lot of people migrating to things like Mastodon. But like generally, that idea is not a this whole fed, federation idea, which us nerds who care about the internet and how it works, we think it's a great idea. It is a great idea. It's objectively a great idea. But we value that. But those people don't. For them, that is actually a, a problem. And you can see, so the reason why email, for example, works and, and, and does is because everybody got used to it, right? Because we're talking back in the day, people got the internet and there was like, oh, now you, you need to have email, right? And, and this is how you do it. And there was no other way, right? If, if back in the day, if in 2000, in the year, I don't know, did Gmail exist back then? It didn't, right? Uh, but like if really early on Gmail had existed and that would be like the default thing, then people would have just used Gmail. The thing with email is email got established like, before the World Wide Web, I'm pretty sure, right? Um, so basically, when the internet was invented, email was invented. So the geeks got there first. So if the geeks get there first, they can, like, they could, I don't think it's ever going to happen again, um, establish this kind of federated thing. And then the norm normals, right, they just have to get used to that. That's how we do things, just swallow it, right? If we'd gotten there first with Linux... You know, then they that be all used to. Like, you have to pick a distribution or whatever. You know, you have to pick a text text editor when you start the thing. You know, if we get there first, but we will we will never get there first again, 
because now corporations are on the web and they are they have more power, more money, they can do things quicker, and they'll always get there first, right? If we go Web3 is the future, and, and this is actually happening, you can see this, um, Web3 originally being a uh, an initiative where people said, okay, the web is too corporate. And it's kind of also like a Fediverse idea, right? The web's too corporate, we have to get back to like individual, however we're gonna do the service or whatever, services, servers, um, was already uh, in the beginning a quite anti-corporate idea, but now the corporations are in there because they're like, oh my God, they're going from web 2.0, whatever, to web 3. We have to be there too. So they're all in there. They're all in the, you know, in all the panels and all the discussions. Of course, you can never get them out because, you know, they've made billions and trillions and whatever amount of money on the internet. Then now they know that that's, where you can make money, they're not gonna have. They, they will not let us, as the private citizens, or the open source community, or the Fediverse community, or whoever the nerds, create another internet which they're not in there from the beginning. That will never happen. And even with the internet, of course, there's a reason why, you know, the most used domains come and where that comes from, you know, doesn't come from communication. It comes from commerce. You know that that's that ship has sailed, um, and I think that is that is the huge problem now. the The question is, right? All right, so we have this, and 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 we 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 recognize that what we want federalization. Um, What's an upside to us is a downside to other users. Uh, this sounds like communist propaganda system. <laughs> um, let's just let's just accept that. Can't we just still build the Fediverse? And people are doing that, right? And there are communities on Mastodon and on on and Pleroma, I think, which I think also uses ActivityPub, and on 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 the diaspora and on all these. There's, there's tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of people using this. Can't can we just let it be like that? Can't it be a niche? Like, isn't isn't that bad? Uh, like, isn't that why is that bad? Um, and I think I mean that's what it is, and that's what it's it's going to be. I think, and it's never gonna gonna change from that. I think because if we're talking about like social services that centralization is a feature for people and they will gravitate towards that because it adds value for them that everybody's on the same service, on the same thing. This is why, you know, services rise and fall because they're, they're the biggest and then they lose users and then they migrate somewhere else. Um, and, you know, there's always one or two big ones or maybe three where people where, where most of the people are and that's i think how it's gonna work i think that's gonna you know um that that that's how it's gonna work but can't we have just like our little nerd niche right and it's cool like that's legitimately for a lot of nerds this is a feature of the fediverse right it's kind of like twitter back in the day when I was when I when I when I joined Twitter 14 years ago, none of the fucking celebrities, mainstream news organ, nobody was there. It was all nerds. 
Like we migrated from Jaiku because that was complete only nerds. <laughs> just like only fans, just only nerds. Um, and we just shared pictures not of, of our bodies, of naked bodies, but of naked config files, right? Uh, complete nerd town moved to Twitter. Twitter was pretty much nerd town in the beginning as well. And there's people who want that back. And you can find that on Mastodon, right? Or on the Fediverse. You can, like, you can, you can even have your own instance and kind of like, you know, but a little bit shut it off as well if you want. Um, and, and people like that, nerds like that. And then there's other communities who are like, um, who see like, the Fediverse or Mastodon or their instance is kind of like a, a safe space um, because they, you know, people who say that will often like kind of say, well, all the trolls are on, on, on Twitter and we don't have the trolls here. Um, I don't believe that. I don't think the trolls are the problem. You know, I believe, and I've said this a lot, that Twitter is just um, the it's just people like when people complain that there's too much hate on twitter or on the internet whatever i i think what they're complaining but they're actually they're actually probably for the first time actually confronted with how, what humanity is right especially in a somewhat semi-anonymous context that's how people are people could be like that to you on the street without the 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 consequences and that's why they do it on the internet they would be like the problem is not the internet it's not twitter it is people so you know i think when people go to smaller communities and and see them as a, as a safe space what they're actually seeing there is that they're not confronted with the general public you know they are within their own community and you know it's kind of like when you're hanging out with lots of star trek nerds there won't be any fucking Star Wars nerds in there who go like, hey, wait, Star Wars is better. This is a stupid example, but you know. Um, it's kind of safe, self-selecting. You're like in, in your filter bubble. And I mean, the, I'm not saying that doesn't have value. That that can have uh, value. Um, um, Mars and back again. Uh, hello, by the way. Uh, in Twitch chat, um, uh, asked, do you think Mastodon.social could be the big thing people go to with nerds and sub-communities on other servers? So that was the thing I was referring to. Like, we'll have just one server, right, where everybody goes. Um, I mean, I think that is where a lot of, like, the people that are going to migrate for them, like however many those are, I think it depends on will Twitter die, right, or whatever. Um, yeah, I I, th I think the Fediverse will gravitate to something like this where we have big instances where there's more general people and then there's all these little sub-communities and they might as well, you know, not have that much to do with each other, but that's kind of how Twitter works as well, right? There's sub-communities on Twitter that really don't, like there's all these, for example, kinky people on Twitter that you'll never see, because they post all this not safe for work shit, uh, and and Twitter's just not putting that in the algorithm. So so people who don't know anybody from that bubble basically will never get in contact with them, and they have no idea. There's like all these kinky people. There's like porn stars on Twitter. They'll have no idea, right? Um, so you have that on centralized social services as well. I, for the reasons I went into, I don't think that many people will gravitate towards any Mastodon instance. Um, because as long as there is a centralized thing, and I think if Twitter dies today, 
like 90% of those, like I, I wouldn't even like, I would say 99.9% .9 of users are not going to go to the Fediverse. Right? Those are going to go to other, to, to, I don't know, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, whatever, um, Hive, the next best app. And some of them are just going to go, oh, fuck this shit, I'm out. You know, and they're just going to live without social media. Um, because, like, while those niche communities are fine, they, they work for us nerds. And they work for people who value the old Twitter. Twitter without the Kanye Wests, Donald Trumps, ABC News, The Guardian, right? When it was just us. People who value that, um, they are fine with that. But the big majority of people, I mean, let's face it, okay? So I've listened to a lot of community uh, conversations about this, like online, right? On on Twitter, on Mastodon. I've seen a lot of people discussing this. And people pretend like Twitter or Mastodon is some kind of messenger. If you want to stay in touch with your friends, first of all, Facebook's much better for that. Uh, but then, you know, Facebook's only for old people. But like something like WhatsApp, uh, uh, Signal, Telegram, anything, any messenger. Or, um, you know, uh, yeah, generally a, a, a messenger app is a much better thing to do that. For, or, you know, if you're playing a lot of games or something, or in some kind of community, maybe something like Discord, right? Basically, new style IRC. Um, people are not on Twitter to talk to their friends and family. There is one reason why people are on Twitter. It's reach. Twitter gives you the unparalleled... Twitter, Twitter enabled, enables you to do something that, that people couldn't done, do before in the history of the internet, which is you can talk to basically the whole planet and you have a chance. Like, I can tweet at The Rock, right? And I have, it's a mini, my new chance, but I have a chance that The Rock sees that and replies to me. Um, and that only works because everybody's on Twitter. All celebrities are on Twitter. All the news, everybody's on Twitter. And Twitter is, is a very unique social network as well because it's, Every, it's public. It's not a walled garden, right? It's um, every tweet is a web page that you can read. Even yeah, let's leave protected accounts out of that. That was an abomination. Like it's kind of like DMs. Why Twitter ever implemented shit like this, I will never know. But okay, um, doesn't make any sense in in my opinion. But okay, you know the unique selling point is it's a web page. It's public. That's why. That's why tweets are in TV shows and not Facebook posts because Facebook's not as discoverable and journalists don't know if they actually um, can take if that's public. With Twitter, it's assumed that everything's public and that has a lot of value. How much value that has, you can see by the fact that Facebook originally was uh, private first and pivoted when Twitter took off. They were like, this is cool and, 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 and Facebook pivoted to public by default they they since then they've changed that again and twitter also kind of you know with protected accounts and like not everybody can see this tweet or whatever um but like 
and 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 facebook was very um that i i feel i i'm i'm pretty sure like this is my opinion but i i think that's one of the reasons why why facebook um i mean facebook is now the boomer network and everybody fucking hates it but it's the biggest social network ever right and it overtook twitter um and 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 massively so and it's much more successful as a company you know basically took away the business of classified ads from everybody else um and it's one of the you know 10 biggest companies in the world um twitter by far isn't um so so it it pivoted and took that so there's value in that right and and that's why that's why tweets are in tv shows and in newspapers that's why they're they're the basis for most of the news stories uh in the last like five to ten years um you know that that originate on the internet that's why all the celebrities are there that's why all the brands are there and the value of Twitter is that all these people are there, that you have to be there, and that everybody can possibly hear you. As a normal person, they probably won't, but still, you know, with a with a relative like small number of followers, you can still tweet your ISP, and they're like, oh god, this guy has five hundred followers. This is five hundred people that see that we are shit, right? And you can get shit done at Twitter uh, on Twitter posting at companies that you'll never get done. Uh, over over telephone or with contacting them directly or whatever, um, right? If they if there's a privacy problem at the company, it's probably quicker to 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 kick loose a shitstorm on Twitter than to ask your like the the privacy uh, officer of your. You know, in Germany we have every federal state as one. Uh, it's it's it'll probably be more effective to do this on Twitter, um, which has downsides, which is where a lot of the cancel culture and you know trying to. Um, get people thrown out of jobs and if they do something you don't like comes from it doesn't only have upsides but all of this is only there because everybody's on the same service everybody knows everybody's on the same service and that will never happen in the Fediverse right because um, I mean I don't even like you don't even necessarily you're on some instance right you don't necessarily know that the rock signed up to some other instance i mean you probably at some point it'll it'll go through the network or whatever but it's just like um it's it's not built for that um i'm not saying centralization is a good thing i i think i said this before um and from an architectural standpoint it certainly isn't but it it concentrates it makes this it's like it makes everything simpler. Like Twitter is, is is a brand, right? It's a thing. It's a service. Whereas Mastodon is just like some amorphous blob. And now I'm on Chaos.social and and George Takei is at Track.social and all this. And it brings all yeah. There's all these other problems I haven't even talked about. Like how do you verify? You can't fucking verify anything on the Fediverse. I mean, you could kind of um, right if I'm Coca-Cola, I could have social dot coca-cola.com and then because i control the coca-cola domain people know that okay that's the that's the official account right or you or i on my blog can say well i'm on streamers.social so people know that fab that's his blog he controls that i can say this on this podcast in my own voice and you know that is my account not some other account some joke has created but still you know people fucking Interestingly, Fediverse proponents made fun of Twitter 
because when this whole thing happens, when people were like, oh, I'm Nintendo, and it was, you know, Joe Blow 96, you know, at, at Joe Blow 96, was like, oh, I'm Nintendo of America, I buy myself a checkmark, and they were like, this is this outrageous, Elon Musk is an idiot, this, this destroys all, uh, all um, you know, verification, and you can't be sure that any anybody is any account anymore, whereas you can, because you can see it's not at Nintendo posting this on the Fediverse that's that's like anybody could be Nintendo I can be Nintendo on streamers and social there's a amazing uh, Mastodon instance by the way uh, called brands.town which is full of people impersonating brands and posting and shit posting like in actual PR speech uh, it's hilarious and there's like uh, <laughs> there's like uh, made up uh, brands like you know large vpn and shit like that it is hilarious but it 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 you know shows this very problem um you know that is also not unsurmountable but all these all these problems kind of they kind of collect right and to 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 joe schmo user they're just like how do they, that what i i don't get it um uh, Jonathan says, get a domain is the intended method of the Fediverse. Yes, but like, exactly. But get a domain excludes 99.999% of all, 999 of all users. Nobody fucking knows how to get a domain, right? I mean, uh, <laughs> I think uh, I'm a nerd and I know a lot of nerds. Uh, I, I know a lot. So, so the ratio of the people I know, like the, the the geek ratio among the people I know in my life on the internet and, and personally is probably higher than with most other people. And I would say that maybe two out of ten people I know know how to get a domain. Maybe three. And... And and maybe one or two of them actually got a domain, has has a domain. I mean, this doesn't apply if you're a brand. If you're a brand, you already have a domain. Um, but you know what I'm trying to say is, if on a service like Twitter, where everybody has a username and you can remember the username, and it's obvious that at Nintendo is Nintendo, if people because somebody changes their icon and their their display name mistake motherfucker 47 at motherfucker 47 whoever that is props on the username uh at twi- on twitter uh, uh for nintendo right if if that is already a problem people those people who made that problem will not wrap their brain around having at at domain no way they won't that's a, just like you just you can you can give up on that um and yeah i i know you can say oh i mean the same thing applies to email and i mean the same methods that we use for email can can apply to this i'm not saying it's an unsurmountable problem right people can just remember that fabs at streamers.social but like People don't, and that's why email phishing exists, and that's why millions of people every day get malware on their computer, because they get an email from somebody you know whose display name is their boss's name. The email address is completely different, but they don't notice that. Um, 
So it's um like I understand how the Fediverse works. I understand why it works that way, and then I understand that all of this shit is desirable, but it is not very user friendly. And it's not supposed to be. Because the people who come up with this shit are nerds. And that's, in the end, that's why Linux took off on the server, because servers are run by nerds and not on the desktop where people just want to get on with their lives. Right? Because this kind of technology by nerds, for nerds, um, you know, and it just doesn't work for, for, for the general public. And that is not actually comparing those two problems. It's not so much a problem with Linux because, you know, I use Windows right now, but I've got Linux on this machine and I boot into Linux and I'm compiling something on my laptop right now. Actually, no, I'm not. The failure occurred in the build error. Yeah, so I can't. So I'm actually not compiling, but, you know, I, I it's not so much of an issue. If I want to use Linux, I can use Linux. Linux has lost some value or doesn't have as much value as Windows has in some areas because it is not mainstream, you know, so AAA games on Linux is hard to impossible. Um, you know, but I, I can live with that. I can use that for certain applications. I can, I can dual boot, whatever. But the problem is that the only reason Twitter exists is to get reach, is to become famous, to, to get a lot of followers to monetize that. I know there are probably millions of people on Twitter who don't want that and who are happy doing whatever they do, shit posting their little communities. But, but you have to realize that if you are like that, that is not the reason why Twitter exists. And that's not the draw of Twitter. The draw of Twitter is I can spew my opinions in the world and I can I can uh, potentially get read by thousands if not millions of people and my tweet could blow up and suddenly I'm all over the world and I, I'm suddenly I'm as I have as much reach as the New York Times that's why journalists are on Twitter right this is why people who are trying to make a living uh, this is why artists are on Twitter and and that is the goal, uh, and 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 that reach uh, is only achieved by Twitter being a central. Because you know, I can I can. Five years ago, I could say to somebody, you know, what are you doing? And I'm like on Twitter. Why? And I could explain to them, well, it, this I can talk to the world. What is it again? Twitter. And they go home and they go Twitter, right? And then they. Type in Twitter into Google, oh, a website, oh, there's a sign-up form, and I'll, I'll sign up, and, and bam. And they're on the same Twitter, and they can do the same thing. Um, and, you know, if I, it doesn't work. If I tell my mom Mastodon, they're like, or oh, on the Fediverse, they're like, Fediverse, what's that? And then they don't get a site. And Mastodon, yeah, you get a site, and you get a server, and you can sign up, but it's, for all the reasons we discussed, it's not the, it's not the same thing. Mastodon is not, or the Fediverse in general is not built for reach. 
it's not built for this. It's not built to be monetized. Otherwise, it would be centralized. It's built as a um, resilient um, infrastructure that has nerdy qualities, but that is not uh, optimized to get as many people as quickly as possible on it and make it as easy as possible for those people to use this uh, service. Otherwise, you go like, why even have federation? Like, if 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 you know if 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 you're okay with with everything, you know, with with being on a company's service, with them owning the data, whatever, um, then you know, there's no reason for for federation. Um, and that is sad in some respects, but it's also the reality. And to me, as a you know. Uh, as somebody who's, uh, I mean, I talked about um, uh, censorship resistance. That's a definite problem with Twitter and services like that, that I've talked about a lot um, and that I really don't like. Um, but unfortunately, and one one of the reasons actually, I mean, this is not a Fediverse problem. This is specifically a Mastodon problem, but this explains why Federation in itself doesn't save you from this. I mean, it makes the situation a lot better, but like, so, so one of the reasons I, I stopped using my Mastodon server is that, um, I mean, a lot of people will not see this as a problem, this specific instance. And I don't think the specific instance of the, what happened is a problem. But the approach is, um, so Mastodon uses ActivityPub, right? It uses an open protocol. And there was a situation when uh, uh people created this this network called gap which was like you know basically right-wing people that got banned of twitter were like okay we're, we're going to create our own social network and they used i think they used mastodon as a base i don't know but it was compatible with mastodon it used the same protocol and you could follow like if i had a mastodon instance i could follow alex jones on gap right and then the mastodon developers decided to hard block in their software um uh, connecting over this Fediverse instance to Gap, right? Because they're Nazis, whatever. I think they had a technical reason as well. But, you know, let's be honest. Uh, you could tell by the discussion <laughs> that these people did this for idealistic reasons, political reasons, which I understand. I don't want to, you know, I, I understand Uh but that completely takes this like censorship resistance argument in that moment they took that away right because now i'm i'm not beholden to uh to a company but now i'm beholden to some open source developers who have other values than me um and who change the code of course it's open source and i can fork it and all of that yes um but to me, that like betrayed a key va like. I know that's not the Fediverse, right? That's just one project, but it's it's one of the most um, respected and biggest projects. And I also a lot of people agreed with that. Um, and I was kind of like, what's the point? What's the point of having a federated open protocol when you do things like that? Right, that's like saying, you know, I don't, I don't want any emails like that are delivered over a Russian domain. I mean, you can do that, 
but like if my mail provider did that i was i would be gone from that like i would be like tomorrow I'd go like I'll, I'll, I'll use another service thank you and just imagine uh, this is the wc3 or whoever is in charge of email of the email protocols and standardization i don't think anything has changed like okay we got like you know we got some 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 uh secure i i think they're probably changing yeah there, there's some changes happening there but like not in like the content how emails are delivered right that general that part of the protocol i think is pretty much the same <laughs> as it was in the 90s i think the last thing they did was like add e uh, html to emails or something but like just imagine like that consortium would go okay so we don't like the russians so uh our protocol is not going to deliver any emails uh from from any servers that end in dot ru um uh, Gmail is fucking with Jonathan says Gmail is fucking with email much worse than the main instance canceling Nazis we still send emails to Gmail exactly right and that's a good thing I think um, because like it doesn't make sense to have uh, a, uh, a federated open protocol and then just like impose your political values on it right like like seriously i mean i'm i'm i i i'm i i know i have a different opinion than than some people on this thing uh, on, on on things like this but like if literally hitler was alive and hitler had a fucking mastodon account and i would go um i want to follow him like it's not the fucking like protocol designer software design like what it's not their place to say no you can't especially when i'm a journalist and i might i might follow uh, because i want to report critically on this right um i certainly didn't follow alex jones i don't think i ever followed it but like i i wouldn't follow him because i think what he says is sane <laughs> probably just for amusement reasons but also i don't know you know if it was my beat uh of course also to report on it um yeah johnson says uh, gap forked it they forked mastodon yeah but like that's not the point like the point is like that very decision to me just completely canceled that um censorship because it just moves the problem right now i don't have any but like now i don't have elon musk who decides at twitter what what accounts get deleted now i have like some open source developers deciding oh this guy i don't know we don't we don't like we don't like people using petrol cars or eating meat or whatever not gendering people or you know i don't know um not using the silly stupid fucking uh content warning thing on mastodon which is bullshit um as far as i'm concerned um you know it did it, it, it just like that's i don't know and you know beyond that federation has has other issues you know people moving servers not migrating disappearing turning up again uh so i i stupidly deleted my account and didn't you know when i when i when i didn't um uh, i mean that's not a federation problem but like um 
I deleted my account and now I have to follow everybody again, of course. Um, I mean, that'd be the same if I deleted my Twitter account, of course. But like, um, it's like, at least if I went back to the Twitter account, you know, maybe, maybe, well, probably, and somebody else picked up that name. But like, I would still be at Twitter, right? Now, people actually don't know that I'm on Fediverse because I deleted my instance and they don't know I'm on the other instance. And if I don't post about it on Twitter or whatever, how or on my blog, how are they ever gonna know? Well, I could post on my blog, but like, um, wasn't there an open source software that destroyed computers in Russia if they used it? There's this Astro C. There probably was, and I've always been like, I remember in Linux Outlaws we were discussing these things, right? Um, there's always been, especially open source developers who like, there, there's been these stupid licenses where like you can't use this. Uh, to kill people, right? Or as, as militaries, like software or whatever. Like, you can use this in military applications or whatever. And that's, you know, we had discussions about why that is stupid and that's really not, it's not open source and certainly not free software. Um, but like, without going into the specifics, to me, that is just dumb. Like, that's not your job. Um, it, it just, you know, I mean, on a on a on a very basic level, that's not your job if you're making software like this. On a more specific level, there's also the problem that these fucking idiots at Mastodon, you know, they they make good software, but they have no fucking clue about politics or or you know or history or you know social sciences, because there were people in that thread who were arguing with other people, like we're talking developers, right, arguing with people that these people on Gap were Nazis. Like, I mean, I, I understand using the term Nazi as a, you know, I, I know what that means if you use it colloqu colloquially, and that's kind of okay. But they're not actually Nazis. Like, not in the, there's, believe it or not, there's a scientific definition what that means historically. And I'll, I'll let you get off if we just have a discussion on Twitter or whatever, or, or on Mastodon or anywhere else on the Fediverse or on my blog or on the forum um, or you email me you know it doesn't matter if you use that word but if you if we're actually discussing the political implications of like software developers using a politically like a, a, a protocol which in my opinion should be politically agnostic and actually um, taking on the responsibility of trying to decide what is okay, what is politically okay for this protocol to submit, right? And what, what, in, what, what instances, other instances should connect to. If they're making this decision based on if somebody's right-wing or not, in that context, you should fucking know what the word Nazi means, right? Because when when i'm when you're in a discussion about software development and and and, and uh, you know we're talking about how you should implement your fucking software and i jump in there and and i confuse javascript with java right these same people won't be fucking happy so as somebody who who studied a little bit of history and politics you know i i get really really irate if people trying to decide something like this and they don't get that fucking right um so, uh, but that that's more of a personal personal pet peeve. But that that's where, like, for me, the whole censorship thing, um, kind of kind of fell apart. It's it's not like that problem goes away. You're just trading that problem, right? And yeah, I know the Fediverse has more 
um, protocols and whatever, and I can I can fork in and have my own software. But that problem is still there. What I'm trying to say is that problem doesn't go away. You can always have like somebody. Um, there's always somebody in a, a position of power or something like this, right? Um, when when you're running a centralized um, social network, then you know it's the company running it, and and here it's developers, and you know it's more of a meritocracy and whatever, and and it, it's more of a level playing field. But there are still people um, who are in power of these kind of situations, and one of the things I always never liked at when we talked about this on Next Outlaws, open source people tend to pretend that doesn't exist. They always go like, it's a meritocracy and you can fork it and you can, you can do your own thing. But like in reality, you can't, right? In, your, in reality, you are Linus Torvalds or you're not. And if you're Linus Torvalds, you have infinitely more power of where the Linux kernel and the whole ecosystem goes than if you're not. And that's just the reality. That's just how it goes. And if you're Red Hat, you have a lot more power than uh, if you're Fab. Even I could be the best program in the world if I'm Red Hat and I'm paying thousands of people to work on Linux, I've got more power. And that's just the way it is. Um, so I think, but this is like, we're veering off, right? I, I think I've explained why, um, in my opinion, the Fediverse, like, has the issue that it will never go mainstream and what that means if you're trying to replace something like Twitter. I think it's a it's a neck breaker, right? I think it's doomed by the way it's set up and the, the how it came along and when it came along, it's doomed to um, to never take off, which means it still has uses, right? It's still where those communities are and whatever. Um, but it's kind of like your Discord and you're saying, hey, maybe if Twitter goes away, everybody will go to Discord. No, they won't because Discord does something completely different. And to me, kind of the Fediverse also does something relatively different. Not completely, but it's different enough. The, prop, the, the, the difference is that Discord looks completely different and never said it was kind of the same thing. Mastodon tries to also do this, but Mastodon is a fucking, let's, let's be honest here, Mastodon is a Twitter clone. And the whole ActivityPub protocol only came about because somebody wanted a federated open source version of Twitter. It is basically Twitter. It doesn't mean it can't be used for something else. Um, and it will be, and then that that it, it's bad. But it was basically designed to replace Twitter, and it never will. By the way, it's designed, and that just means that to a lot of people, it's not interesting. Um, and also, let's let's before, before I, I think I've pretty much said everything on this that I wanted to say. I'm just, I'm just, I'm going to close with a personal observation. Um, I think it's a good idea, but I don't really see the use case because I am, for me, for my, myself personally, I'm torn between the, um, I'm okay with Twitter being centralized, um, you know, and I, and I think just if Twitter goes away, something else, which I don't think it will anytime soon, uh, something else will come along. I was that serious, uh, that, that sad when, when Jaiko went away, I, I still, uh, some days I wake up and I, I still wish Jaiku was still there. Um, 
and I migrated to Twitter and I migrated to Google Plus and I was sad when Google Plus went away. But you know, there's always, you know, it's always a bit sad, but always something new will come along. And to me, um, like the the Fediverse is not that. And the Fediverse does a lot of things which I think I don't need it to either. So I was thinking about, you know, should I implement this for my blog? Um, and and so so I don't like the whole um, in, in the case of my blog, the whole comment aspect wasn't really that important to me. And and the other things that 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 the Fediverse basically does, where like you have a blog and you can follow somebody there, right? So your website, your blog, um, this is this is more like specialized stuff, but like you know you can implement activity pop like in wordpress or you know i could do it in hugo as well um so 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 somebody with a with a fediverse account let's say on mastodon on some mastodon instance can follow my blog and my, my blog becomes basically in mastodon it look like a mastodon account and it will automatically like toot or whatever they call it these days uh when i when i when i publish something right but i was thinking about that like for days and i was like we have RSS for that. I know RSS is going away, but I really like RSS. I'm a podcaster, surprise. Um, and they're kind of trying to like with that function. Why isn't that? Why isn't why isn't that just using RSS? Um, I mean, I understand it does more, and then you could comment, and you know, you can you can you can build in like a conversation. You could you could put that into your blog. I know it does that, but it kind of, to me, that I, I don't know, for me, that is not something I want. Um, so in thinking about all of this, I've also been thinking about the indie web, which, and the indie web, um, which I talked about, I think, talked about that on the episode um, uh, when I talked about, um, why does my, why does my brain not work? What's, what's the, uh, What's the software called? You know, where the the the, the basically what what web alternative we we don't have. Now I have to look this up. Um, we don't have pictures, and you just have uh, uh, a, a links, but they're they're not inline. Ah, what's that space pro? Mercury, Gemini. That's it. Thank you, Astral Gemini. You are quicker than me looking that up. Um, so. The idea of the indie web is kind of kind of overlaps with the idea of the Fediverse. So the idea of the indie web is that we should go back to having our own stuff, right? Hosting our own things, and it's a very nerd thing. I think it's almost even nerdier, nerdier than. Um, but I'm talking nerd stuff now, right? Right. My blog is nerd stuff um, than than the Fediverse because like this implies that you have to get a domain, and I just explained to Jonathan that just means that 99.999 percent all users are out, but. To me personally, if we're talking nerd stuff and we care about nerd stuff, that is like the idea of the indie web is much more appealing to me uh, because that's more like like host your own things and um, you know I don't really need a like I don't I just don't see if we're using technology that is for us nerds and that probably nobody except nerds and the pe the people that nerds rope into doing things like their significant others or whatever and, and their parents. 
if all, if we have technology that only those people will, will use, like why don't we just use technology that's built for that? And I feel like the Fediverse isn't. I feel like the Fediverse is built to replace social networks in that context, which never will. So why not just use the indie web where we do this shit? And I instead of being on Twitter, and I've actually tried to do this a lot more, it's hard for me because I like things like Twitter. Um, I still have that Germany site, by the way, Astro C. I haven't posted anything to it because it's just too fucking hard. Uh, but I've actually been, I'm actually, and, and Jonathan, uh, who, who was here earlier as well in, in Twitch chat, um, has, has ideas about that as well. Um, I'll tell my mom to read my post on Gemini instead. Yes. No photos for you. Yes, uh, Jonathan is also working on this kind of thing. I, I, I'm very interested in that. I want to I wanna get Hugo to publish to Gemini, but that's a whole different story. If I ever get that done, I'm going to do a podcast episode on it, of course. I'm going to talk about it here on the show. Um, but like the, the indie web kind of assumes that it's not for... It's a nerd thing, right? The people who created Gemini, I never, they never thought this is going to be for the public. They never thought people would migrate to Gemini from whatever. Um, and I, that kind of appeals more to me. Like, that's more my thing. Um, so so what I what I really like, for example, instead of uh, ActivityPub, is something called Web Mentions, which uh, uh, Necros has on, on his blog, producer of the, of the podcast. And it's kind of like a, you know, instead of where ActivityPub basically implements sending tweets back and forth, and, and having inboxes, for lack of a better term. Um, web mentions just a ping, basically. It just goes, it's kind of like RPC, you know, the the, the web RPC shit that, that WordPress uses, which once DDoSed my, uh, that's how somebody took the Linux Outlaw site down once in a while, uh, ages ago. Um, so basically, uh, uh, when I, when I, it's not. I mean, you can do it when I, when you publish on your blog. You can ping like if you link to somebody, you can you could ping them, which is like what the was it is it called Web RPC? Is it RPC? Uh, yeah, basically pingbacks. Says so yeah, that's some <laughs> that's some live journal. Was that live journal? Well, I can I can remember pingbacks. So basically that. Um, but it's more. Uh, I think the. You know where where that was targeted as I write a blog post and I link your blog and then I ping your blog so you know I link to you, yeah. So we're basically uh, it's more you know it, pingbacks are aimed at that. I think it, uh, not activity pop um, web mentions are more the other way around. So it's more like I write a blog post and you comment on it uh, on something like Mastodon, right? Or on on your blog and then uh, it it pings me back with a link so I can automatically if I want to or um, I can moderate it or whatever put that under my website and go like uh, you know uh, Jonathan commented on this uh, and then you know uh, I guess I can also pull his comment in um, if I wanted to like you know if that was uh, you know if, if you tie that in with um, I mean there are websites for example where you can where you can tie these web mentions in with activity pub right so if somebody uh, if somebody uh, replies to your blog post basically on on mastodon it goes back on whatever um I'm not sure I you know I, I've settled on doing it manually for now um I think I'm going to do uh 
I'm actually uh, in the process of rebuilding my my website a little bit. I'm I'm just going to do links in there. Like if somebody wants to email me, I'm going to link to uh, a uh, a Fediverse account and and Twitter and and email, and then people can just uh, uh, send me stuff. And then if I think it's cool, uh, it's interesting, I can manually embed it under a blog post. It's it's work, but like I you know I want high quality comments and probably few of it. Uh, instead of more and just random links and people just spamming shit everywhere um so for me personally i think that's the way i want to go but like to me i just want to say this indie web idea to me is a much more um valuable idea because i understand this i understand this um the value in just being among nerds and having having your little niche thing and and I, I'm not saying people shouldn't do that with uh, with things like Mastodon. I, th- I think that's completely valid, right? We do whatever you want. I mean, come on, if you if you, if you want the software and you want to do to build whatever you want, do whatever you want. I just um, want to talk about this on the show because I always like I feel that a lot of people that are talking about the Fediverse Mastodon right now, especially uh, with the situation at, Twi- uh, at Twitter. Um, there's this assumption that kind of resonates when they say things that to me they're also saying well you know one day this could replace Twitter and I for the reasons I mentioned fundamentally disagree with that and I just wanted to lay that out there Um, yeah I just wanted to do that and I just did and of course uh, you don't have to agree with me Uh, I assume you won't actually um so um you can send me feedback as well i mean if if you really want to you could do that on the fediverse i mean i have an account now uh, again i'm fabs on uh streamers.social brought to you by jonathanmh.com um so you could do that but i prefer i mean if i ever really want that i'll put that in the contact details on private citizen press which is where you can go um so uh you know and 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 but please uh you know email me or whatever contact details are there and um send me feedback and and tell me what you think about this um and then maybe we can have a discussion and maybe i can have another episode on this um and talk about this um speaking of feedback i have uh, a number of emails i have to mention i don't want to i'm gonna well for obvious reasons so i had a, a lot of people uh quite a few people recently writing me and telling me um basically that they in 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 so many words um that they didn't have specific feedback um about recent episodes but they just wanted to drop me an email I think basically to tell me, hey, I'm I'm still listening, right? And I appreciate the show. And I wanted to say that I appreciate that very much. Um, and if you did that, thank you. That's also valuable. Um, I always say that I want feedback from people, but it's completely okay if you just listen to an episode or like every episode. I don't care. Um, but it is nice uh, to have people writing in and telling me, hey, uh, I got some value out of this. Um, like... 
if anything, I kind of, you know, I can, this show changes. And if you've been listening to it for a while, you, you will have noticed. And the reason why I change topics and I, I change things around is I'm, I'm, that's how I work. I try to figure out what works and what you like and what, what brings you value. And I've, because I'm very, um, datensparsam, <laughs> you know, um, I'm trying not to collect data on you listening to this. I have very limited statistics on uh, how many people listen, what they listen to. I know that the listenership has generally increased over time, but I, you know, I don't even really know how many of these people are actually listening to the show. Um, and I, you know, that, that just, doesn't give me what I have doesn't give me an indication of like this is what people like also I don't trust these numbers because I've been a journalist and just because you know it's because something is downloaded a lot doesn't necessarily mean that people like that or that they actually want more of that um, I just noticed that my uh my show notes i just didn't end a sentence i'll have to fix that before i uh before i release this show um yeah so uh please uh you know it's that's valuable to me like it's also valuable just valuable if you just ping me and say hey that episode i really liked you know like recently i think was it butterbeans that on like a strava run of mine <laughs> <laughs> that uh, cracked me up. That was great. Anyway, yes. So, uh, uh, but if you have feedback, if you disagree, if you agree, uh, also let me know. Private Citizen Press details are on there. Or you can, if you can, if you can, you can find me on the Fairy Voice. Of course. Um, right. And with that, uh, let's let's talk about the other uh, important things here and then get out of the way. I'm looking for the button. And I've now found it. The button that plays this music. So if you think this is valuable, um, you can, I mean, you know, there's many ways how you can become a producer on the show. Um, you can send me feedback, or uh, you can you can uh, help me out with things. People have done that, you know. Uh, if you if you want to explain to me how I get my Hugo, Hugo blog uh, to to efficiently automatically serve posts uh, in Gemini, then that is something that's very valuable to me. And you would become a producer, or you could just you know pitch in a little bit of money, which also helps. Um, God knows, uh, pretty much like anybody else, I can I can use it right now. Um, but I also understand because of the situation, if you just can't, so it's okay. This is not a pressure situation. Do whatever you want. Um, the show is produced under the value for value model, which is something Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak on the No Agenda show came up with, which is basically it's free. And if you um, you know want to give something back, you can, but you don't have to. And with that, uh, let's talk about the people who have uh, made this episode possible by pitching in, so to speak. Um, thank you to Sir Golteran. I feel like I have to salute. Sir Golteran, Rodane the Insane, 
Steve Hose, Butterbeans, Michael Small, One Eye, One G, Jonathan M. Hetai. He's he's in he's in chat, so I have to uh, pronounce his name correctly. Uh, Michael Mullen Jensen. He's Michael has to like at some point he's got to come on the show again and just help me with the, with that name. Uh, Jaroslav Lichtblau. Or if he's American, he could be American, you know, it could be Jaroslav Lichtblau. Uh, Dave, Sandman616, uh, Jackie Plage, who I, uh, I've talked to <laughs> on the Fediverse uh, today, uh, who has some amazing new tattoos. Uh, IKN, Bennett Piata, Rizel, Vlad, Avis, Joe Poser, Dirk Didi, Indie Game uh worth searching out uh, on where, wherever you look for your podcasts and on Twitch. Fadi Mansour, Kai Sears, David Potter, Cam, Mika, Mr. Amish, Robert Foster, Captain Eckhead, Crunkle, Ajay Tracy, Rick Bragg, Ricky M, Astro C, Barry Williams, Jonathan, Superuser D, and Florian Pigosh. And also, thanks to my Twitch subscribers, because as you know, I live stream this on Twitch right now. Well, not, not right now when you listen to it on the podcast, but um, yes, uh, those people who subscribe to me on Twitch also help out because, you know, uh, they pay subscription fees or Jeff Bezos pays them for them. And I finally, um, at the website I used to figure out who my Twitch subscribers are, is working again. So I can tell you again, thanks to Mike the Dane, Jonathan4747, MTE Sorrow, Galteran, L Terrestris Jim, P Kemer, Bacon the Pork, Mode 7's Unavailable, Redeemer F, and Stupid End User. Got it, got it right this time. Um, yeah, and that's that's it for me. Uh, theme song of this show is called Acoustic Roots by Raul Kabzali. Uh, and I have licensed this as well as the end music that I'm playing, which is licensed through Epidemic Sound, so maybe Twitch can stop muting uh, the fucking recordings, which I then sent to YouTube. Uh, so if there's shit muted on there, it's Twitch's fault. Thank you, Twitch. I have bought a license. Now go fuck yourself. Uh, the song I've, I've I've licensed for you, uh, you know I like it. I don't know. I've, I've people sometimes say they like the end music, and I, I like to just have something different every time. So uh, this time we have some. I think it's acid jazz. Um, and we're gonna listen to the, a song called Hanso by Martin Landström. Martin Landström. Maybe it's Danish. Maybe not. Maybe he's going to get mad if I pronounce his name like this, but I, I kind of feel like he's Martin Landström. Martin Landström with Hansel. Anyway, have a, have a, good, uh, have a good time. Uh, do whatever you need to do on the Fediverse or elsewhere. Don't let me tell you what to do. Uh, question everything. Ask the next question and always aim to misbehave. Mm-hmm. 